Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Okay, history friends, hello and welcome to the State of the Podcast Address for the 7th of August, 2017. How are we all doing? Are you missing me? Are you missing me all that much? I know it's been a while. Perhaps you're still catching up on the considerable backlog of details and episodes and informations and characters and maybe a bit of nostalgia on the side as well. Either way, thanks for joining us for this State of the Podcast Address and Hey, the fact that you're joining us means that you're interested to know what we have in store for you, the listener, the patron, whatever you are. And it's really cool because that means that you care about what we're doing in the future. And you should care because we have really, really exciting things to come. Seriously, I've been waiting to do this State of the Podcast address for a really long time because, yeah, there's a bit of a uh, bit of exciting information I'd like to drop on you guys. First of all, before we start into this property, I'd just like to say a huge thanks to everyone for, yeah, well, your well wishes. You've all been really, really nice. If you weren't aware, if this is the first time you're listening to this podcast, I got married in May and myself and Anna are settling into married life in our really quite lovely apartment, it has to be said. And yeah, living the life, guys, really, really enjoying myself and really, really thankful to see all you guys kind of getting in touch with me and saying you hope I'm doing well and hope that I'm having a a nice well-deserved break which is funny and I'll get to that well-deserved break in a bit but thanks so much it's just it's so nice to have people who actually care about you it's it's funny to think that some people they want to know me they want to get to know me or or what I'm like or or what my life is like other people are just perfectly happy to have me as a voice at the end of their earbuds or what have you and they don't really want to get to know me and that's fine but it's cool that some people do that some people care enough to give this voice that talks to them a bit of background a bit of context and context is what we're all about in when diplomacy fails so yeah thanks again very very much so if you're wondering if you should listen to this episode or not let me put it to you this way if you want to know what when diplomacy fails has in store if you want to know what, well, a few of our plans are, and if you want to have some spoilers too, then yeah, this is the show for you. This is the episode that you'll want to listen to to give yourself a bit of preparation. Maybe you're not quite sure where you stand on when diplomacy fails. Maybe you've got so many other podcasts, audiobooks, radio, what have you, to catch up on. So maybe you're not sure if you should keep on listening. Maybe you just haven't listened in a while and you're thinking to yourself, do you know what? If Zack doesn't do the American Civil War, if Zack doesn't do the Second World War, or if, or if Zack doesn't do that really specific and obscure war in the Pacific, then 
I don't know. I'm not going to support him. I'm not going to listen anymore. Well, hey, maybe you'll tune in here and listen and see what we have in store. So, without any further ado, let's get into it. I mean, it's kind of a weird way to open and a bit cheeky, you might even say, but I'd just like to remind you guys that When Diplomacy Fails is very much a product of your guys' support. I mean, yes, I will always do this, even if there's only one person listening, plus my mother, who doesn't even listen. I don't know why I always add that in, but I do this because I love it. I don't do it because I'm trying to get any material gain or what have you, or fame, (laughs) fame from this, anything like that. I do it because I love it. So if you love it too, go and check out the numerous ways you can get in contact with and support this podcast. It's super, super easy. To jump to conclusions, I suppose I would... Assume that most of you guys will be on some kind of social media, and if you are, then following the Facebook page on When Diplomacy Fails Podcast, it's just called, if you go and like that, or if you follow us on Twitter at WDF Podcast, it's really, really a good way to keep up with us, and we do post some pretty interesting stuff. And yeah, I mean, in the past, I used to use the Facebook page purely to promote this podcast, and I kind of... I noticed a pattern that people weren't really kind of getting in line with that. They're probably sick of seeing me just announce things all the time. Maybe they wanted a bit of substance, a bit more more from When Diplomacy Fails podcast on Facebook. So with that in mind, on the Facebook page, and this is a good reason why you should come and join in the party there, every Monday, of course, we'll be announcing the release of the new episode. Every Tuesday, we'll have a kind of historical-related meme or joke or something funny like that. Normally in the form of some kind of picture, it might be a quote on diplomacy or what have you. But yeah, very shareable, very likable, and there's been a great response to them so far. Wednesday is... Well, Wednesday is a kind of a, a whole topic in of itself, because we are basically bringing When Diplomacy Fails' blog, The Vassal State, to life. And to do that, we are releasing a new post on that blog every single Wednesday. Wednesday is reading day, apparently, because that's the day I've chosen to release a new post. A new written post, now not a new podcast episode, don't get ahead of yourself. But basically, the Facebook page will provide a nice little quote to that and a link to that. So yeah, if you're not the kind of person who can really remember to go and check out the Vassal State blog every Wednesday, then this is a handy way to kind of link you back to it. And if you were to share this post to other people, maybe other people who might appreciate it, then that's a great way to get the blog out there. Too. So that's what Wednesday is, and maybe we'll talk a little bit about the vassal state in the future and what you can expect from it. Thursday is Throwback Thursday, as I like to call it, and basically we link back to a, an old episode in When Diplomacy Fails' back catalogue, because yeah, we've quite a big back catalogue, it has to be said, and there's no harm in reminding people of how far we've come, what we've done since then. So that's Throwback Thursday, I'm embracing all the cliches, I thought it was only right And that's what we'll be using Thursday's Facebook post for. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, on the other hand, are a little bit more up in the air. And they're a little bit more flexible because I'm not exactly sure what to do with them on the different days. I'd like to keep the Facebook page updated fairly regularly. Daily, I think, is the best way to go about it. People will like or loathe that idea. Maybe they don't want that much when diplomacy fails in their life. But the way I look at it is, if I'm posting original content, if I'm posting interesting, amusing, fun stuff, then there's no reason why. I mean, like, there's no point in having the Facebook page and not using it, I feel. And this way, the more active I am, the more people I'll reach. So, yeah, we all win. But basically, Friday will be the day that I'm releasing most of the extra episodes. But... Because most extra episodes are bi-weekly, there's not really going to be an announcement for an episode like every other week than that. So 
I think every other Friday I'll just do some kind of interesting post, maybe a thought I have, maybe a, a picture of some kind. I mean, this brings us to Saturday and Sunday where I've kind of taken it upon myself to start a new trend. It's like called Sunday reading and it basically involves me taking a picture of a book saying what I'm thinking about it, how I'm doing with it, and the the reasons why I like or don't like it. Now, originally this was supposed to be a kind of a video of the book where I'd take a short review of the book in video form because for whatever reason, now I don't know if this is accurate or not, but for whatever reason, Facebook Pages Manager tells me that a short video is the best way to reach my audience. So with that in mind, I'm going to be trying releasing a, a few reviews of books of the, the sort that I'm using, I mean, I have taken a few photos of the piles of books that I'm using, and basically my desk has three distinct piles. One is on the Thirty Years' War, one's on the current Louis XIV miniseries, and one is on the Polish miniseries, so we're all very current, and I can just switch between my ridiculous piles of books when needs be. But that's a kind of, it's a great way to get you guys into, well, the mind of Zach Twomley, and to see how my desk works, and how organized or disorganized I really am. So if all these things, if all these little tidbits that the Facebook page kind of brings to you guys sounds like a good idea, then go and like the Facebook page, When Diplomacy Fails Podcast. I would really appreciate it. And if you share our stuff from time to time, then that means we'll get out to more people. And hey, maybe they'll see an interesting post and they'll think to themselves, hey, that looks interesting. Maybe I'll listen to the podcast that this is attached to. And there we go. We've made a new history friend. As for the Twitter, I'm not even going to try and define that because I'm keeping it strictly apolitical. Don't you worry, I've always kept When Diplomacy Fails apolitical. I've never really commented on current events or politics because you don't want to know my politics. I don't want to know your politics. We're here for history and politics that happened in the past and that's more than enough for everyone. I mean, the world is depressing and irritating enough without me trying to shove my biases against you. And to be quite honest, neither of us will really be interested in having a political debate anyway. So, yeah, let's just keep it calm. Let's just keep it neutral, keep it silent on the political front, and keep it focused on history, and everyone will be happier as a result. But Twitter, I've kind of used it to post, well, I suppose polls is the big thing. We'll have, now I'm not talking about the Polish miniseries here, but we'll have a poll on the Twitter for about, I say, once a week. I'll, I'll have a, a week-long poll where basically you can vote on a specific thing and it'll give me an idea of how you guys are feeling. And the last few, for example, I've had, like, what are you guys most looking forward to in the extra feed? Or what would I be able to do to give you guys a, a kind of more of an incentive to sign up? And I do, like, those are maybe, if you're not interested in the Patreon, they don't sound like they'd really apply to you. But there's all sorts of different ones that can't quite remember at the moment but I would really recommend going and checking them out because I do genuinely get a kick out of seeing what you guys think and whatever the reason people seem to find it easier to just click on a specific option in a poll and vote rather than like getting into contact with me and letting me know what they feel or what they don't like or etc about a certain thing so yeah I like Twitter polls and that's kind of the main use I have for Twitter I also like to just tweet out random historical facts that I found interesting for example did you know that in the year 1800 Ireland had 8 million people and England and Wales had only 11 million that's interesting isn't it no wonder the Irish were seen as such a big problem and we still are a problem we're a very very big problem I'm just kidding so the next part yes we mentioned the blog we mentioned the vassal state blog and We've been posting a good few different things. I mean, I recently reviewed the film Dunkirk, 
which I thought was good, but not as good as everyone seemed to say. It wasn't as good as my boo saving Private Ryan, but I mean, it was all right. It could have done with a little bit more character development and it kind of lacked in certain areas and left me feeling a little bit underwhelmed. If you're horrified by that, if you're horrified by my opinions, I'm sorry, but there are my opinions. If you want to check out the review, go to the Vassal State blog. That is wdfpodcast.com forward slash the Vassal State, all one word, all undercase letters. And yeah, check out the other blog posts there as well. I recently did one on the Armenian Genocide. I've done one on Kaiser Wilhelm II in exile. I've done all sorts of things, and there's so many interesting ones to come. And I'm not do- and I'm not confining myself just to like historical topics. I like to talk about different podcasts too. I've got an upcoming blog post on the seven history podcasts you must listen to that are not necessarily Dan Carlin or Mike Duncan and associated things like that. I'll also... If you guys like, I mean, I might even give you guys a window into when diplomacy fails and how the podcast is done. Maybe I'll even release one of those posts saying things I wish I knew, like one of those clickbait guaranteed articles, five things I wish I knew before starting a history podcast. You know, these things basically write themselves and they're a great way for me to maintain a kind of regular reading presence if such a thing exists for When Diplomacy Fails and Zach Twomley. They're a great way for me to maintain that. So I hope you guys will check out the Vassal State blog. If you want, you can just go to wdfpodcast.com and follow the links from there. Before we get to the big news, guys, about what I really have kind of designed this State of the Podcast episode for, I'd like to talk to you a little bit about WDF Thinks. If you weren't aware, When Diplomacy Fails is planning special one-off episodes that look at topics that I find interesting, that I think you'll find interesting, and things that most of the time can be covered in one go. I'm keeping the definition loose. I'm keeping them, for all intents and purposes, fairly thin and vague in terms of details because I want them to be as flexible as possible. I want them to be my opportunity to just do what I want in an episode. But the reason why you guys should be excited is because I'll be giving you guys a lot of opportunities to have your say on what we cover in When Diplomacy Fails Thinks. Above all, the best way for you guys to have a say in WDF Thinks is to become a patron. At the $7 level, you guys will get to suggest one topic for WDF thinks that it only goes up from then on, up to a maximum of three when you get to near the kind of higher levels of Patreon support. If you're the kind of person that likes to have your own input in where we go here and when diplomacy fails, then I'm sure when diplomacy fails thinks would really, really apply to you. So make sure to check that out. I will be providing more information as we go forward and giving you a kind of taster of what's to come. You should also know that Patrons at the $5 level will generally get more of the When Diplomacy Fails Thinks episodes. But again, I'm keeping this vague because I don't want to book myself into a corner, to use a wrestling term, and then discover that I don't have the time or energy or patience, etc. to actually fulfill my promises. So let's just keep it nice and vague and kind of cautiously ambitious for the moment and say that When Diplomacy Fails Thinks is going to be great for everyone and it's going to give me a chance to break out of these chains and structures that I have created for myself. More on those chains and structures later in the spoilers section of the podcast, of course, but for now, I'd like to talk about something a little bit special. The most important part of this state of the podcast address, and really the main reason why I wanted to do it in the first place, was to announce how things are going to change on Patreon in the future. And I know, maybe you're not that excited about Patreon. Maybe you don't care all that much. Maybe it bugs you that I want money, or that I do or don't want money, or that we're even earning money full stop. But hey, 
hear me out, because this next phase of When Diplomacy Fails' Patreon experience, after being on there for over half a year now, and really seeing some incredible progress there, and knowing how great it has been for me creatively as much as for the podcast, I have a pretty special announcement. You see, if you're aware of the Patreon page, you may know that when we get to $1,000 a month, one of the goals was that we would change up the extra feed. We would make it so that the $3 people can get some of the advantages, some of the privileges that the $5 people get every month. Well, before I go into any detail about that, I'd just like to denote the fact that pretty soon, in a few thousand downloads or so, we are going to be touching the 3 million mark of downloads overall for When Diplomacy Fails. This is, of course, really, really cool, and I'm really, really proud that, well, we've come this far. 3 million downloads is amazing, and I still can't believe that it's been downloaded 3 million times in all these different countries, by all these different people, and and yeah, it's just, it's one of these things, that one of these kind of landmark moments that I feel I have to do justice to, and considering the fact that I've made more money from the podcast than I really ever expected to, I thought it was time to be a bit generous, and the way I'm going to be generous is to do the following. I'm going to release a new kind of way for patrons to access the feed. I'm going to call it, surprise, surprise, the access feed. So $5 supporters have the extra feed. Well, $2 supporters, for $2 a month, you can access the access feed. Maybe I should change that name, but I think it does make sense because... The $2 supporters on Patreon will have access to the following great perks. For $2 a month, you guys will get the ad-free, beef-it-free, Patreon, love-me-on-Patreon-free episodes. You'll also get them a week earlier than anyone else. You guys will get all of my new stuff first, just like the $5 people do. And you'll also get binging privileges, if indeed we release series all in one lump, as we sometimes do. And you guys will also get all of the collaboration episodes as they're released. You won't have to wait and see and kind of wait and bide your time. Now, you might be wondering to yourself, Zach, why have you gone and done this? Why have you made, like, it cheaper? Why have you kind of taken $3 a month off and potentially lost income in that way? Well, you see, here's the thing. If you support at $2 a month, you're probably the kind of person who likes when diplomacy fails. Maybe you have wanted to support us for some time, but you've thought to yourself... I just don't have time to listen to the hour of extra content, the mini-series, the extra exclusive products that will be coming out if you pay the $5 support level. And to me, I've always kind of been aware of the fact, and in fact this is kind of topical because I did a Twitter poll, and I basically asked what would what would kind of entice you guys to sign up. And sure, I only had about 40 votes with that, but it was very kind of enlightening because most people said that they just didn't have time to listen to the content that I released. So because of that, they thought to themselves, quite justifiably, why would I support and pay for something every month that I don't have the time to listen to? With that in mind, then, I thought of doing this. It's basically, you'll be getting, well, to be quite honest, not that much extra. What you will be getting is a chance to support this podcast for a very small amount every month, and you'll be getting the regular episodes without any ads or pleas or requests for support or anything like that, and you'll be getting the chance to access everything before anyone else, before any of the other listeners. It, if you're the kind of listener that was would like to support and you've been put off until now because of the price or the lack of time, 
well now would be the best chance to do it and to kind of further entice the $2 support levels in there. What I've gone and done is changed it so that that collaboration episode I had with Kevin Stroud is now available at the $2 level for supporters of this podcast. So yeah, you get a little prize as well for joining up. So if you guys are interested, please do go and check out WDF Podcast's Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash when diplomacy fails or wdfpodcast.com and click on the Patreon banner. You know the story, and yes, you may be a bit sick of me talking about Patreon at this stage, but I've had numerous listeners tell me that, you know what, Zach, you're doing so much on Patreon that it's more than justified to talk about it. And on the one hand, I'd love to just release an announcement on the Facebook page or what have you, basically letting you guys know what the story is with it and not have to cloud the feed with it. But to be quite honest, more people are going to listen to this than they are to see it on Facebook, so it just makes more sense to do it this way. If you're concerned that you didn't quite get all the details, let me just go over it one more time. And please don't roll your eyes at me, I'm trying to accommodate everyone. So, Zach, what will my $2 a month get me? Well, history friend, I don't know about you, but coffee is very expensive over here. So, for half the price of the coffee, let's just say you guys will be able to get the episodes a week before they're released in the normal podcast feed without any ads or any pleas or requests for support or anything like that. And you'll also get binging privileges, and you'll have access to the newest content before anyone else gets access to them. The only people that do better than you in terms of access and privileges with History Podcast, When Diplomacy Fails content, are the $5 people who still get the hour of extra content and the exclusive miniseries that are still to come. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Which are pretty cool in their own right, but I'll talk about them in a second. So yeah, if you want to part with your $2 every month, then by all means do go ahead. It'll be well worth it, guys. And from September, this is why it's important, from September we'll be releasing these episodes of The Long War, which kind of resumes our coverage from the end of the Franco-Dutch War. We'll be resuming our coverage there and starting them off at the $2 level. I am aware, and my wife warned me of this fact, that 
Some people at the $5 level who are just being nice and don't really have time either to listen to all the extra stuff, they may be inclined to kind of demote themselves. That sounds derogatory. I didn't mean it to. You know what I mean. To kind of reduce their subscription so that they're on the $2 level so that they don't have access to the extra content, but they do have access to the episodes as they like to listen to them. And honestly, that's fine if you want to do that. It's perfectly acceptable. I won't begrudge you for it, and I completely understand. I myself have barely any time between all the reading and listening and everything else I have to do. I would not begrudge you whatsoever. In fact, I encourage you to do that if it will make you listen to the podcast. And yeah, I also am aware that I was going to do this at the $3 level, but... Even though Anna said you should do it for the $3 level, so in other words, $3 will get you the early access, I said no, because I looked at the kind of pattern of support for this podcast, and currently there's about 17 people giving $2 a month for When Diplomacy Fails, with absolutely no returns for them, by the way. So now, those people actually get something. The $2 people get something, and hey, there's about 4 or I think four or 5 $3 people. If those guys want to change to $2 as well to suit themselves, that would make sense. You guys should absolutely do that. I want you guys to get something out of this, really. I want When Diplomacy Fails to be fair, to be transparent. I'm giving you this state of the podcast address because I want you to know my line of thinking. I don't want changes to just suddenly happen and you to not really know why. And I don't want you to see this as a grab for money because really I think it does make sense with all things considered. I mean, if you're listening to this right now, say you've been a long time listening history friend, and we've got a lot of those, trust me, I'm pretty, pretty proud to say we do have a lot of long time listening history friends. Maybe you want to take your listenership to the next level, but you've been put off all this time because you just didn't have time to enjoy all the stuff we have to offer. Well, this is the perfect halfway house for you guys. You guys will be able to support us for $2 a month, and in return, you get everything that you could want from a normal history podcasting listening experience with When Diplomacy Fails. If you want to take it to the next level and maybe access the extra stuff, you can do that. But now you have the option to do it or not to do it. It's not a black and white. It's not an extreme. It's not a feast or a famine, as they say. Now you can choose what you want to do. There is a grey area, ladies and gentlemen, history friends. There is a grey area and the $2 support level is the best way to provide that. So I hope you guys will check it out. I hope you guys will go to the Patreon page and maybe sign up and support at the $2 level if it all sounds good to you. If not, hey, thanks for listening anyway. And if you're able to withstand all of these different pleas and all of this information about when Diplomacy Fells' progress going forward, then thank you. Thank you for your patience. I really do appreciate it. And hey, if you're also the kind of person who likes spoilers, beware of the spoilers. Spoilers are incoming, etc. But if you're the kind of person who likes spoilers, who likes to know what they're going to get, to kind of give a bit of background before we jump into the spoilers and let you know what's to come with When Diplomacy Fails. I recently did a Twitter poll whereby I asked people what they would prefer. In other words, in the state of the podcast address, would you prefer it if I let you guys know my plans or kept you in the dark and surprised you? Now, you know that I do love surprising you. I mean, for crying out loud, I kept five weeks to run wild a surprise, and believe me, that was pretty tough to do, but... I thought maybe people are sick of surprises, so I'll give them the chance to say yay or nay. Now, there was only about 35 votes, so maybe it's not representative of all my listenership. But even so, I was surprised by how many people did still want to be surprised. 
but there was still a significant minority and a significant amount of people who didn't really mind either way, so I thought, you know what, I'll give people the option to get spoiled if they want to, and maybe I'll give them the option to, like, see what's to come with when diplomacy fails, and if you're the kind of person who doesn't want to know, who wants to steer clear of all that stuff then by all means, you don't have to listen to this last chunk of the episode, which basically tells you what's to come with When Diplomacy Fails, until the middle of 2019. Yes, that's right, we are that far ahead. Necessarily, I think, considering what's to come and what my plans are for this podcast, and hopefully for my future professional career as well, but yeah, you guys will be surprised and delighted to know we are actually planning to like go all the way up to there that's how far our plans have gone and maybe that's good news to you because it means we're going to be around at least until the middle of 2019 of course we're going to be around for as long as we possibly can be but yes that little rambling side note kind of out of the way then i guess if you guys want to know what's to come for the next two years or so then stay tuned but if not This next 10 seconds or so of silence gives you the chance to jump away or to keep on listening. It's your decision, guys. I won't force you or unforce you or whatever the word is either way. But yes, this is your chance. Do you want to know what's to come or do you want to be in the dark? Either way, there's some pretty huge news coming. So stay tuned or stay untuned. I'll see you in about 15 seconds. Alrighty, Rue, how many of you are still with us? How many of you thought you did not want to get spoiled, but just cannot resist the temptation? You just want to know you cannot contain yourself. Oh, who am I kidding? Anyway, (laughs) thanks for sticking around, and I hope you are as excited as I am to spill the beans for what's to come. As always, do let me know what you think of these plans, and if you have any significant proposals either way, let me know as well, because I do want to know them. So let's start with basically what we're going to do here to kind of clear up what the plan is. What I'm going to do in the next few minutes is essentially clarify what When Diplomacy Fails' schedule will look like for both listeners and patrons for the next two years or so. The reason why I do this is because if you're on the fence about whether or not you want to support this podcast, if you're on the fence about whether or not you want to keep listening to this podcast then I hope this will give you an idea of where we're going in the future and really why you should care, because you should care. We've got some really awesome things planned. By spilling the beans here, I'll be able to add some flesh onto the bones of that $2 support level and kind of enlighten you as to why it's such a great deal and, well, why you should join up if you're interested. So, without any further ado, let's do this. So I'm going to try and do the listeners and patrons feeds parallel to one another because I feel like it kind of gives the most, like, it kind of demonstrates why it's so exciting and it shows really what the difference between the two of them is. So let's do this. So from September 2017, you are hopefully aware by now that we're going to be covering the Long War. I believe it's the 4th of September. Monday the 4th of September is when we restart, for all intents and purposes, the regular series of this podcast. We'll also be concluding Louis' Arms and Armies, a very special and exciting series that we've been doing over these summer months, with the 10th part, looking at 
the impact of mortars on the kind of psychology and, well, warfare of the late 17th century. They were the terror weapon of the era, guys, and I think a little bit of background is kind of necessary on them so that when we do start talking about them in our normal episodes, you guys will know where, well, what they looked like and how powerful and terrifying they exactly were. That episode will be available to patrons in the first week of September, and in the third week of September, we'll be having a little special mini-biography on Pompon, who, if you weren't aware, was the foreign minister of France at certain pivotal points in Louis XIV's reign. He's a really interesting guy, and he was kind of considered the the so-called moderate, whereas, in comparison, the other people around Louis XIV seemed a little bit more interested in war and conquest. That will add more flesh to the bones of the kind of inner circle of Louis XIV's ministers, so because we haven't reached the point in our series when we're really talking about the likes of Pon yet, you might not know who he is, but I can assure you he's very, very important, so I hope you'll check out that extra episode too. October now, and this is still the extra feed, but while the normal episodic series on the Long War continues between September, October, November, December, January, February, March, in each of these months there'll be something pretty darn special going down in the extra feed, because from October to December we are having the 12-part series on Jan Sobieski, and basically a background to his life. Because, believe it or not, he was a pretty important guy, and he's not just important because he seemed to save Western civilization at the Siege of Vienna. Just because I love you guys, and because I want you guys to kind of see what the, like, extra feed is really like, in the first week of October, I'll be making the first episode of Jan Sobieski's biography available to all listeners of the podcast. That's right. Everyone will get a preview to see what's to come. Maybe after that you're not enticed, so you don't want to listen to it. But either way, that episode will be available, and then for the next three months, we'll be looking at Jan Sobieski. In October, November, and December, we'll be covering his life from his birth and education, etc., to his reign as the King of Poland, and then everything that happened after the Siege of Vienna. It's a very exciting story, so I hope you'll stick around for that. Into the new year now, into 2018, we continue our look at the Long War, as do the patrons, but the patrons, as their extra series, will get something called Louis' Religion and Reign, which looks at the more, perhaps less savoury aspects of Louis' religious policies in domestic French life. It also puts into context how he felt about the Protestant Huguenots, and the kind of experiences that he, well, created, negative or positive or otherwise, within the little smaller countries around the borders of France. Let me put it this way, Louis XIV did not like Huguenots, but he also didn't like Huguenots or Protestants in other countries around him. So yeah, that led to some very interesting and, in many ways, tragic stories. And we're going to cover them in a five-part series called Louis' Religion and Reign, so I hope you'll check that out. So, with Louis' Religion and Reign and the Long War series, that'll bring us up to March. The end of March, folks, is really when the Long War ends. And that essentially, for all intents and purposes, ends our coverage on Louis XIV, which is kind of sad, really, considering how long we've, well, been with him and wanted to be around him all this time. But it does bring us to a more exciting era of when diplomacy fails. So obviously the Long War wasn't much of a surprise to you guys, and the fact that it's a Long War means that it can't have been too much of a surprise that it continued to 2018, but from this point onwards we get into very surprising and spoiler-worthy territory, so if you've been listening up to this point and thinking to yourself, I don't need the spoilers, I don't want the spoilers, but I can't turn my ears away, then this is your last chance. Okay? You had been warned. Now let's continue. 
in the month of April. This is when the Polish miniseries on the 18th century is released. A small caveat though, you see for the patrons of the $2 level and higher, you'll get the Polish miniseries all in one block over the month of April, so you'll be able to binge on it and enjoy all of its goodness within the space of a month. Whereas the normal listeners, you'll get the Polish history miniseries in the month of April, and that will take you guys until, well, the end of October in 2018. Now, what will patrons be doing in the meantime? Well, that's a good question. What you guys should know is that, yes, I am doing a book on the Thirty Years' War, but yes, I'm also remastering the Thirty Years' War episodes. So, from May 2018, which, by the way, is the 400th anniversary of the second defenestration of Prague, so very, very exciting and very topical, I will be starting the remastered series on the Thirty Years' War, which will also run until the end of October 2018. Aha, very interesting. But don't worry, it's not a Patreon exclusive. The $2 level supporters and upwards will get it, but once we reach the end of October, the patrons will be starting something else very special, which I'll get to in a minute. And from the end of October, that is when the listeners, the normal listeners who are not paying for anything through Patreon or otherwise, that is when they get a chance to listen to the 30 Years War. So what happens now? Now that we're in the first week of November 2018, what happens next? Well, good question. In short, the normal listeners will now be able to access the 30 Years War, as we saw. So from the first week of November 2018 to the last week of May 2019, normal listeners will be nom-nom-nomming away on the 30 Years War series that the patrons have already been listening to over the summer and autumn months. So I might be wondering then, what are the patrons going to be doing while the listeners are listening to something they've already heard? Well, that's a good question. This is the moment when a wild Bismarck appears. Specifically, of course, this is the moment when the Age of Bismarck series that I've been wanting to work on for so long is released. From the first week of November 2018 to the last week of May 2019, patrons will be accessing the Age of Bismarck miniseries. I'm very excited And yeah, there'll certainly be some extra episodes on the way, which I'm not quite sure of their nature yet, but they'll absolutely be on the way, and I'm really excited to share them with you guys. So, that is pretty much it. We've taken up our coverage now of both the listeners and the patrons to the end of May 2019. And to be honest, that would be it, except for a very significant anniversary. Not really in May 2019, but in June 2019. You see, those of you that like When the Ponzi Fails are probably aware that I did the July Crisis Anniversary Project, which kind of kicked off from the 28th of June 2014 to commemorate the 100th anniversary of the outbreak of World War One. effectively, since that was when Franz Ferdinand was assassinated. Go and listen to the July Crisis Anniversary Project if you haven't already. I've been told it's Many of my listeners' favourites, which of course is always nice. But I would be remiss if, in 2019, we didn't look back to another significant event that occurred on the 28th of June, 1919, which was effectively the signing of the Treaty of Versailles. So yes, you heard it here first, folks. Although in the 28th of June, 2019, it will be the 100th anniversary of the signing of the Treaty of Versailles, 
what we'll actually be doing is, over the entire month of June, we'll be kind of breaking down that treaty and how it was signed, the diplomacy associated with it, etc., and then culminating our focus on that on the 28th of June with a kind of breakdown of what it achieved, why you should care, and yeah, really, really exciting stuff. I mean, it's one of those things that I feel I have to do because it really wraps up the First World War coverage in a nice, tidy bundle, doesn't it? I mean, literally historians are swooning at the fact that from the 28th of June 1914 to the 28th of June 1919, it could be said that the First World War is wrapped up in a nice, tidy five-year bundle. And because history is so hard to come by in tidy, nice packages, historians really love when they can find them. You would not be surprised to learn, though, that the reality is a lot more complicated, and we'll be certainly getting into that when we analyse the Treaty of Versailles and its concurrent negotiations, diplomacy and conflicts, etc. in more detail in June 2019. So that's really what we have planned. But you might also be wondering to yourself, what's the point in that? Are you going to be doing anything else after that, Zach? Do you have any idea of what you have planned next? And yes, I do. Because Versailles gives us a handy introduction, a kind of gateway into the next era when Diplomacy Fails is going to cover. It's not just the next era, it's the next season. In season four, we'll be doing the most ambitious thing when Diplomacy Fails has ever done. And I know we're talking years into the future, but effectively from July or so onwards in 2019, we'll be beginning our coverage of the Second World War war all right you heard it first and i know many people don't listen to these all the way through but if you're one of the people that does listen to the state of the podcast address all the way through then that's got to be a pretty big bomb maybe you're devastated because you thought it was something i never do but maybe you're interested to see what my take on the second world war is i for one have always had the second world war on my radar and as i grew as a podcaster and a historian i've kind of grown closer and closer to the idea of giving my own take on it Because for me, it's one of the biggest tragedies in human history. And I guess the reason why I was put off doing it for so long was because, strictly speaking, it wasn't a failure of diplomacy. It was really a failure of mankind. Now you know when diplomacy fails the schedule, effectively for the next five years or so. I mean, there's so much planned, it'll just lead us easily well into the future. Big plans, big ambitions, but that's the way I work, history friends. That's the way we do history here at When Diplomacy Fails. And I'm really, really excited. I'm really excited to hear what you guys think. So if you're one of the persons that listened to all these spoilers, and now you're one of the persons that know what When Diplomacy Fails' schedule is from September 2017 to far, far beyond, then yeah, let me know what you thought. Maybe don't tell people if they don't really want to be spoiled. But yeah, if I get enough kind of interest in what I've just said, I will summarize it into a handy kind of schedule type thing where you guys can see on paper what's to come if somehow you couldn't keep up with my super, super clear instructions and explanations. Other than that, history friends, that's pretty much going to do us in this state of the podcast address. We've looked at, just to summarize, when Diplomacy Fails thinks, the Facebook page, the Twitter, the blog... And of course, the exciting news about how $2 patrons are suddenly going to get great, great advantages for themselves. So yeah, thanks for listening, everyone. 
thanks so much for listening and for supporting. And I can't wait to see you guys in the first week of September when we tackle a great event in history known as The Long War. Thanks, and I'll see you all very soon. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com.